Hey there, folks. My name is Mike Perna from Inroads Ministries, and this is your Daily Nerd Devo. My early days playing D&D with my buddies probably looked to the casual observer like we were all land-dwelling mermaids sharing our collections of odd human things. Our tokens were rocks, bottle caps, coins, and so on, strewn about on often crumpled pieces of graph paper, if we were fortunate enough to actually get our hands on the good stuff. As time went on, we grew to be productive members of society with jobs and actual money. We discovered that there were folks producing amazing miniatures that one could obtain with relative ease and at reasonable cost. I still have the very first miniature I bought specifically for the character I was creating for a campaign. He is a fine dwarf with a shield and hammer raised high, clearly shouting some ear-rending war cry. He's sitting atop a castle on my desk with all the other figures I've collected across years of gaming as befits his station, and I love him. So when are you going to paint him? Years I heard those words, usually from friends with hundreds of dollars of paints and gear, a special table dedicated entirely to the craft of miniature painting, and jeweler's glasses to ensure they could focus on every minute detail. I would rebut them with sound, practical reason. I don't have the money, time, or space to dedicate to this insane hobby you've lent yourselves to, and I certainly don't have the talent to justify obtaining it. That was before my son was born, and before he was introduced to the game that would quickly become his favorite board game of all time. The game is called Marvel United, and it is filled with miniatures from across the Marvel Comics universe. I would tell him, Daddy grew up reading these comic books, and when you're older, I'll gladly watch a lot of movies and TV shows with you. But he'd already seen enough to have his favorites. Spider-Man was already in the number one spot, though when he discovered that Hulk came with multiple cards that just said, Hulk Smash! Spidey's top position was put into question. One day, as we were playing, I told him, You know, bud, some people paint these miniatures so they look like they do in the comics. Well, are you gonna, Dad? I don't know. Do you want me to? Uh-huh. It would be so cool. So there I was, talking to all those friends with their elaborate paint setups about how I could get my feet into this hobby I swore I'd never dive into, just so that my kid's Hulk miniature could look like the cartoons, and so he could tell the difference between Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and Miles Morales, Spider-Man, without having to remember which pose went with which guy. Thankfully, they were able to guide me to some low-cost alternatives. I got a few things to cover my bases, and figured I'd give it a go. Even now, I look back at my first miniatures and think, oh, if only I knew then what I know now. While it's been surprising to me how much I've enjoyed my admittedly brief time as a miniatures painter, I want to share with you something else that surprised me when I started down this road. That miniatures painting has become an act of spiritual discipline to me. A way to connect with God by disconnecting from everything else. I've loved the book of Ecclesiastes for a long time. It's a book that understands the fleeting nature of life and how it should be lived. It's also wisdom that understands that the things we fight so hard to cling to are often things that will just fade. It's chapter 2 specifically that I keep coming back to as I adjust my 
spotlight and squint to get into the small spaces on Warlock's biotechnological wiring. Chapter 2 starts off with how Solomon chose to chase pleasure and relaxation and found it empty and hollow. He then goes on to say that he dedicated himself to work and toil, but that too was ultimately vanity. In verses 24 and 25, though, he breaks down what did give him true joy. There is nothing better for a person than that he should eat and drink and find enjoyment in his toil. This also, I saw, is from the hand of God. For apart from him, who can eat or who can have enjoyment? When my mind focused on the minute details of the figures in my hands, my mind was also focused on, well, God. I would pray. I would think through dozens of questions I'd had from the day. I would remember verses I'd previously forgotten, and I would think of the joy on my son's face when the next batch would get done and we could play with it. The stress and pressure of my day would melt away, and I just wanted to keep going. It was work, it was play, and it was something I did in the joy of the Lord. At the end of the day, what more can any of us ask for? Maybe you aren't a miniatures painter, and the idea of hyperfixating on whether or not the shade of blue is the right shade for an X-Men's uniform drives you insane. Find the thing that fits you. Because work for work's sake, or play for play's sake, will end in vanity. But when we do these things in pursuit of God and the joy of his presence, well... That's the stuff that's worth doing. Now, excuse me, Havoc isn't going to paint himself. That's all the time we have for today. If you want to hear Nerdy Devos every weekday, hit the subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also come hang out with us on our Facebook group, The Nerd of God Squad. I'm Mike Perner for The Daily Nerd Devo, and until next time, never let anyone call you suboptimal.